Hola, mi gente. My name is Jessica Yanez, and I want you to join me for some wine and chisme. The Wine and Chisme podcast was created to amplify voices across communities of color, all while drinking a glass of wine. From wine talk, interviews, and recaps of all things pop culture, join me every Wednesday for the chisme. Please make sure to check out the Wine and Chisme podcast and other amazing podcasts as part of the Latina Podcasters Network. Amiga, welcome to season six of the Fearless Mujer podcast. Yeah, girl, I've been here for a minute. I'm Micaela, author, speaker, Latina life and podcast coach, and the founder of Fearless Mujer. Girl, for many years, life knocked me down so much that I feared I would never be the woman I was meant to be. But as God's daughter, I know that I'm not meant to live in fear. So when I speak about being fearless, I'm not talking about not being afraid. I'm talking about fearing less on this beautiful life journey that can sometimes feel messy. But the most valuable thing I've learned on my life journey is that sometimes your setback is a stepping stone to something greater. Because sometimes what is meant to destroy you becomes what prepares you to lead and empower those around you. And girl, I'm a living testimony. You can read part of my story in my book, Dear Fearless Mujer, You Were Created For More. So Mujer, come join me for real, raw, and honest conversations with authentic women who will lift you up, encourage you, and will keep it real with you because we don't sugarcoat anything over here. Girl, this isn't your ordinary podcast. The Fearless Mujer is a sisterhood, and you have a seat at this table. So amiga, grab your cafecito and come be part of conversations that truly matter. Together, we are unstoppable. Hey girl, welcome to this week's Cafecito Chat. So excited that you're here. Thank you for stopping by for another cup of virtual cafecito. Hey, listen, today I want to dive into a topic that I think we really don't take time to think about. As women, as mujeres, we all can tend to get in our feelings. Like, let's be honest, right? We wear different hats. We juggle many different roles. And it is so easy to just get caught up in the motions, in the daily routines of life, in the hustle and bustle, if you want to call it that way. Uh, one of the things that, you know, I made an episode with one of my favorite people, and that's my prima. Um, we talked about being on autopilot, right? And how easy it is to just kind of go through the motions, right? And so what I want to say to you is this. A lot of times when you're going through the motions of life, when you're just kind of going through it, right, or you've hit a wall, you feel stuck, you've hit a hard season of life, what ends up happening is that we can easily get in our feelings and get off track, lose focus, get distracted. And believe it or not, it's so easy for it to happen. And so today i this is a reminder, this cafecito chat, this episode is a reminder to you to stop getting in your feelings. And hey, you know me, we don't sugarcoat anything around here because part of being a fearless mujer is confronting the things about you that are not serving you so that you can grow, so that you can heal, so that you can be who you were created to be. Because the truth is, God has a purpose for you. You are not here by accident. It doesn't matter what you've been through. It doesn't matter where you come from. 
It doesn't even matter the mistakes that you have made. There is a bigger purpose for you. God has given you gifts. And a lot of times we tend to forget that that is the case, that we do have a purpose. And so today I want to remind you again, this episode is a reminder to you to stop getting in your feelings. Okay. I'm just going to get straight to the point. Girl, stop getting in your feelings. And I'm guilty of this. So I'm not coming at you like I'm perfect. Like I got it all together because I definitely do not. So what does it mean to get in your feelings? Let's kind of start there. When you get in your feelings, a lot of times you're really not yourself. So have you ever felt like I'm just not being myself, right? Getting in your feelings is, I mean, we can all relate to it, right? But sometimes we're not aware of it. We're not aware that oh my God, I'm in my feelings. I'm like stuck on something that's going on that's causing me maybe anxiety or it's causing me to see things from a different point of view. And let me say the danger of being in your feelings is that you can revert to an old version of who you were. What do I mean by that? Mikaela? what are you talking about? When you revert to an old version of who you were, a lot of times this happens because you've been triggered by something. So if something has triggered you, then you kind of tend to go back to who you were, how you used to react, maybe some toxic traits that you had once upon a time that you've actually worked on, right? And so this is why a lot of times you'll hear women, right? Who maybe they grew up in the hood and, you know, they're walking with the Lord now. And you're like, hmm, I'm trying to decide if I should uh, be a little hood right now, be a little ghetto, or if I should actually walk as a graceful woman that I am. How do I respond? Right. And so a lot of times when you get in your feelings, you can tend to react rather than respond. And that's a whole other thing, right? That can be a whole episode in itself. But so all that to say that if you notice that you're not yourself, if you notice that you are reacting in a way that you're like, this isn't me, right? Then you really need to dig into, hey, what is going on with me? Because if there is a trigger If you are new to triggers, I mean, they're pretty common, right? People talk about triggers, especially in in the mental health field. But really, a trigger is just plain and simple. It's your brain remembering something that has happened in the past. So a lot of times, this is why if someone says something, you may get triggered. Uh, If there's a certain situation that happens, you may get triggered. And your brain is literally thinking oh, it's happening again. Your brain starts to freak out. This is why I always tell like my coaching clients, girl, you're the boss of your brain. You literally are. You can literally tell your brain to stop thinking something. You can literally tell your brain what to do because your brain is like a computer and we program our brain. If you're constantly telling yourself something over and over, you've programmed your brain to believe that specific thing. And in the same manner, you can program your brain to stop believing that specific thing. So a trigger is really what it is, is that your brain is remembering an event, a scenario, a situation, and it's freaking out. And it doesn't know what's true or what's not. Your brain really doesn't know reality from you know, what's not reality. And you have to tell your brain, hey, it is okay. This is why a lot of times we get anxiety, right? And I feel that because I I get it 
I get it sometimes, right? More often than I would like to. Um, for me, you know, I take vitamins. That's what helps me. But anxiety is no joke, right? We all know that. It it It's such a moment of like freaking out. And so this is why a lot of times we get anxiety because we've now agreed with this trigger. And a lot of times that's a moment when you get a trigger like that, that is a moment for you to self-reflect and really an opportunity where maybe God is trying to come in and heal that part of you that has not healed. And so triggers aren't always bad. They don't feel good, but they're not always bad. Why? Because that is an opportunity for God to come in and to heal you. And so I hope that encourages someone because maybe you feel the way I once felt once upon a time many years ago that something is wrong with me because I get triggered in this area. But no, that is where you now begin to understand I need to heal this part of myself. So girl, you cannot get in your feelings and I'm going to tell you why. Okay. You have to stop getting in your feelings. It is dangerous. Getting in your feelings causes you to lose focus. Getting in your feelings causes us to shut people out. Getting in your feelings doesn't even allow you the space to really walk in the way that you were called to walk. And let me tell you something, girl, there is too much for you to do for you to get in your feelings. You cannot afford to get in your feelings. There is way too much that needs to be done. What do I mean by that? Again, you're not here by accident. There is a purpose for you. There is a reason why you are here. And let me tell you something, okay? A lot of times we are so afraid to make the necessary changes to change certain things in our world because why? We give into fear. You don't like that job, but you're still there, but you're complaining, but you're still there, right? It's kind of like a cycle where like, I don't like this job, but I'm still here, right? And I've seen this as a life coach. I've seen this with clients that they will go to a job that is not serving their purpose. They will go to a job that they're not passionate about. And it is why, because the monetary gain, of course, right? We all need to survive. We all need to make a living. We all need to put food on the table. So it's really scary to walk away from something that you're comfortable with, that you're used to, that that is where you're getting that monetary gain. But it's not serving you your passion. It's not serving your purpose. It's not where God maybe called you to be. And so a lot of times you stay in that position. Why? Because that's what you're used to. But you complain, right? And I'm just saying, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm just saying, okay, I'm just giving it to you the way God dropped it on my heart. Second of all, what happens when you're in a relationship, a marriage, a relationship that it's a cycle? right? It's the same thing all the time. Maybe it's a little toxic. Uh, Maybe you know this is not the relationship for me. This is not the marriage I'm supposed to be in. Now, don't get me wrong. I love the Lord and I believe in marriage. I'm all for marriage. So trust me, I am not speaking any negativity towards marriage. I believe it is sacred, but I can tell you that you can be married to the wrong person. You completely can right? And now for those of you who may have gotten divorced, it's okay, right? Why? Because that 
moment, that season of that marriage or relationship you were in, maybe you've gone through um, a breakup, that moment and that season of the time that you were with that person in that relationship, it taught you something, right? So nothing is wasted. God wastes nothing. That is the truth. There's something that you learn. Maybe you learn to love yourself more. Maybe you learn that, hey, I really had no idea that I needed boundaries until I got with this person, right? Or maybe what you learned is that you really were worthy and valuable, too worthy and too valuable to put up with stuff that you didn't need to put up with. Because let me tell you something. As a woman of God, yes, we are called to be submissive. And that's a whole word that a lot of people are like, I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) And, you know, that's a whole other episode. But as as women who love the Lord, right, women who are walking with God, yes, we are called to be those nurturers and submissive, right? And if you grew up as a traditional Mexican girl or Latina, right, uh, you were probably taught to be that way anyway. It's It's just what it is, right? And so it's okay, right? Because at the same time, we're not a doormat. You are not a doormat, amiga, right? So if there is a relationship, a marriage where you feel like a doormat, it's time to look inward and really understand what is going on. Because the thing is this, right? And I really wasn't going to talk about this, but we're we're going there. So we're going to talk about it. The thing is this, girl that we can get so used to being in that relationship. We can get so used to being in that person. In the meantime, we understand this person is not giving what I'm giving. This person is not putting in what I am putting in. And so what do I do? Do I continue down this cycle or do I love myself enough to walk away because it's not serving me anymore. And now when I'm saying serving you, I'm not saying it in a selfish way, right? Because I believe that Marriage should be where you serve each other, where you build each other up, where you help one another, right? But a lot of times, not everyone has the same mindset when it comes to marriage. And that's why arguments happen because you're trying to convince someone to see things your way. That person's trying to convince you to see things their way. And then you never end up agreeing, right? And so what ends up happening is that you stay, you complain. Um, And a lot of times, I hate to say this, we are told, right? Keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. But the thing is, I'm not saying prayer doesn't work because it does. Sometimes it is time to walk away because that was only there for that season, right? And so what ends up happening as we're talking about getting in your feelings, right? You're in your feelings now. And when you're in your feelings in a relationship that it's not for you, it's kind of like you're walking with a pair of shoes that does not fit you anymore and it hurts. And when you're hurting, you're in your feelings and you cannot operate in the way that you were called to operate. So I want to encourage you today, whether it's a job, whether it's a relationship that you know deep down inside, this is not serving me. This is making me revert to an old version of who I was, full of triggers, full of open wounds, and it's not allowing me to freely walk as the woman that God created me to be. And that happens. And it's okay. It's okay because that is your opportunity to now begin to understand, I have wounds that need to be healed. 
I have things about me that I need to work on. I have toxic traits that I need to let go of. This is where God wants to grow me. And the thing about God growing you and taking you to the next level is that it does not feel good. And this is why, this is something that really bothers me is that we tend to think ahead of what it's going to be like, right? Or we tend to look at the past of what it could have been like rather than look at the present of what is it right now? How do I embrace this season? How do I walk in this journey um, of of my moment here? How do I embrace this? How do I just embrace who I am in this season? And so many times we are afraid to be real with ourselves. So how do you stop being in your feelings? You got to be real with yourself. Again, you don't have time to be in your feelings because getting caught up in your feelings, here's something that happens, okay? When you start magnifying how you feel, when you start magnifying your emotions, especially when they're not in a good place, when you start to put that magnifying glass on that emotion that's negative, that's hurtful, that's painful, now you have created a narrative in your mind of something that possibly isn't what it is, right? Seriously, let's be real. This is where we jump to conclusions, we make assumptions, and it's not good. It's not good for you and it's not good for those around you, okay? And a lot of times when we're in our feelings, we just stay stuck right there and it's not good. And I'm, again, I'm saying this as someone who can get in her feelings sometimes. And that's where, what do I do? I have to sit down and have a conversation with myself. Yes, I have to coach myself and talk to myself. Hey girl, what is going on? Why are you feeling like this? What are the facts about the situation? Are you making assumptions? And for me, because I am a woman of faith, I pray. I read my word. I talk to God. I'm like, hey God, this isn't me. What's going on? And so you have to find a way where you can sit down with yourself If it's journaling, awesome, right? Journaling is a great way to self-reflect. So you have to come to that place where you sit down with yourself and get real with yourself and ask yourself, why are you not being yourself? What is it that's causing, if it's you, right, talking to yourself, What is it that's causing me to react this way, to think this way, to jump to conclusions, whatever it is, right? What is going on deeper within myself that is causing me to not be myself? Because there's nothing worse than not being yourself. And I'm going to tell you why. When you don't feel like yourself, you end up doing things halfway, right? You end up not being inspired. 
You end up not being able to think clearly. And your brain sometimes gets cloudy, right? You minimize who you are as a person. So in actuality, you cannot afford to get in your feelings. You got to get out of your feelings. Sometimes it's the hard season that prompts us to get in our feelings. Sometimes it's the moments where we are experiencing something uncomfortable or painful that causes us to get in our feelings. And it's not fair. It's not fair to those around you. So I want to encourage you today. If you have been getting in your feelings, girl, look deeper within yourself. Ask yourself why. And don't feel bad about it. Give yourself grace. If you know, right, you've been operating operating from like being in your feelings, right? And let's be honest, this happens when we have that time of the month, okay? We all get it. We have that time of the month where we're not even ourselves. So Some of us get upset. Some of us uh, cry, get emotional. I know I get really, really sad for the five days, six days, whatever it is. I get really, really sad. I get really sad before it's going to come. Girl, we're adults. We're having an honest conversation here. Um, And I get really sad. It's like everything's hopeless. I'm so sad. My life is horrible. It's just, it's just all kinds of bad. (laughs) And I want to eat all the time. So we all have those moments, right? Where we are in our feelings in that time of the month. So you got to prepare for that, right? You got to know, oh man, I'm about to really get in my feelings, right? I'm about to not operate as who I really am, as my normal self. And you got to give yourself grace. So if you know that you've been in your feelings lately and you know that because of that, maybe you've started some arguments, let's be real. Uh, maybe you haven't been showing up fully as who you are in your full potential. And now that you're aware of it, you can do something about it. So what can you do to stop being in your feelings? What can you begin to do to understand that when that time comes that I am in my feelings, when that time comes and I become self-aware of it, first you have to be self-aware that this is even happening. How do I tend to react? What is it that I do? How can I look deeper into that and begin to work on that so that I no longer react that way because that's a lot of times what happens, right? We react and we need to be careful when we react because we risk hurting the people around us, right? That's not good. So I just want to encourage you today. Amiga, if you know that you are operating in your feelings, understand that your feelings rise and fall. Understand that today you may be mad about something and tomorrow it may be completely gone. And it's not that, you know, you're up and down like that. It's just, and maybe sometimes you are because you haven't gotten to the real reason why you are in your feelings. So I want to encourage you today. I want you to remember to give yourself grace. 
to understand how were you as a kid? How were you as a young girl? Were your feelings not validated? Were you told to stop crying? Were you told to be quiet whenever you tried to voice your opinion where you grew up just kind of shutting down? You got to a place where you just held everything inside. And now you don't even know what to do when you're feeling some type of way because maybe you don't let it out. Maybe you start to dim your light. Maybe you feel so unseen in moments where you need to be seen. Maybe you feel like you can't say anything, like you're not being heard in moments when you need to open your mouth and say something. Those are ways to get out of your feelings. To be real about you not feeling yourself or feeling some type of way of some about something. This is why boundaries are so important. Because when you can say with honesty, I have not been myself. And I think it's because of this. Now you have reached a new level of yourself, of your growth, of your journey. And that's what this life journey is about. It's about growing. It's about evolving. It's about allowing yourself to be who you were created to be. Because you're not here by accident. You're not here just because. And for those of you who hold on to the past, who hold on to your past mistakes, girl, you got to let that go. Because there are gifts inside of you that you are called to use to help others. Your gifts benefit other people. I've said this before. When you're reading a book, if you're a bookworm like I am, when you're reading a book, do you know what you're actually doing? You are reading you are actually benefiting and partaking in the gift of someone else because you're reading someone's story. You're reading someone's message that was put on their heart. And that person who wrote a book had the gift to put words together that inspired your heart. And not just anyone can do that. That is a gift. And let me tell you, the discipline it takes to write a book Girl, it takes a lot of discipline. I can say this as a published author, that it takes so much discipline to sit there and write and write. And after you're done writing, after that manuscript is ready to go, guess what? There is still more work to be done. And you can understand this if you've ever written a book. And I can tell you this, I'm not reading my book. I turn to it to quote it, to share something from it to speak on a topic, a chapter, but I'm not reading my book. I'm reading someone else's book, but yet other people are reading my book. They're benefiting from the gift I have to put words together, to communicate. So this is why no matter what's happened, no matter what you've been through in your life, no matter Where you come from, what mistakes you've made, God, those, girl, those gifts are still there. God put gifts inside of you and it doesn't matter 
what has happened, what you've done, what mistakes you've made. They are there. And maybe you don't know what they are and that's okay. This is why self-reflecting and working on yourself and doing self-improvement and self-growth is so important and aligning to God because from God comes wisdom. So I want to share a verse with you, a verse that might encourage you to understand that no matter what you've done, no matter where you come from, your gifts are still your gifts. It's Romans eleven twenty nine. It says, for God's gifts and his call are irrevocable. What does it mean when something is irrevocable? It means that it cannot be reversed. It cannot be changed. It's final. And girl, if you want me to give it to you in Spanish, I will. Romanos 11.29 dice que por qué irrevocables son los dones y el llamamiento de Dios. Your gifts are your gifts. Nadie te los puede quitar. Nada de lo que ha pasado, nada de lo que has hecho, los errores que has cometido, nada de eso te quita los dones que Dios te dio. Son irrevocables. El llamamiento que Dios te dio, right? So you have gifts. If you've been feeling sorry for yourself because of your past, if you've been feeling sorry for yourself because of what you've done, girl, stop. There's too much work for you to do. There's too much that you've got to get done. And this is why going back to being in your feelings, a lot of times that's why we get in our feelings. We're still blaming ourselves for something that didn't go right. We're still blaming ourselves for that relationship that didn't work, that marriage that ended, that job that we got fired from, uh, the way things went down with our grown children. We're still blaming ourselves. Stop condemning yourself. Stop condemning yourself. Give yourself the grace necessary for you to grow and see that maybe I did make a mistake, but what can I learn from this? Because your mistakes can be a teacher that taught you something. It's what I wrote about in my book. Dear Fearless Mujer, you were created for more. Your mistakes can be a teacher that taught you something. You're going to let it teach you something or you're going to keep feeling sorry for yourself because of what you did. It's just a question that only you can ask. So girl, this is why a lot of times we're in our feelings. We're feeling so sorry for ourselves, for what we did, for what we didn't do, et cetera, et cetera. Let it go, girl. Let it go. You're in your feelings. It's okay. You've been feeling sorry for yourself for what you did. That's okay too. This is your opportunity to give yourself the grace necessary to grow and to heal and to be the woman that God designed you to be because there's something special that you carry. And just like I shared, your gifts are irrevocable. No one can take them away. So I want to encourage you today, girl, stop feeling sorry for yourself. Stop it. Stop blaming yourself for what went wrong, what didn't happen, what you could have done. Hey, we've all been there. That is okay. And this is why you got to get you some real friends who are going to be raw and share their own mistakes and journeys and experiences with you. Why? Because those are the real people that help you grow. I always say this. I don't need friends. I need sisters who are going to be real with me. 
So I just want to encourage you, amiga. There's nothing wrong with you if you've been thinking that. Thank you so much for sharing Cafecito with me today. Thank you for being part of this Cafecito chat. Hey, listen, if you are ready to work on some of what needs to be worked on, if you are ready to go deeper into, hey, maybe I need to stop getting my feelings, but I don't know how. Maybe I need a set of boundaries, but I don't know how, Micaela. I need to work on a part of myself, but I need some guidance. I need support. I have a five-week introductory coaching package for you. That's us meeting once a week and just kind of diving into what you need support with. I would be so honored to help you. It's an introductory package. If you've never worked with a coach, this is perfect for you uh, because it's not a long commitment, right? And let me tell you, as someone who has worked with coaches before, they help you grow. They help you connect the dots. They help you see parts of yourself that sometimes you don't see. And so I just want to encourage you, if you're ready to make space for yourself, if you're ready to work on your boundaries, if you're ready to really dive into discovering more of who you are, send me a message on Instagram at the Fearless Mujer Podcast, or you can also go to fearlessmujer.com forward slash contact. Send me a message there. Let me know that you're interested in coaching, and I'd be happy to set up a call with you. But hey, amiga, make sure you share this episode with your amigas, because uh, like I always say, something powerful happens when we lift each other up. God bless you. Hey, Muhead, if this episode encouraged you, inspired you, and pumped you up, let your homegirls know that you're listening to the Fearless Muhead podcast. Go share this to your Instagram stories and tag the Fearless Muhead podcast. Let your primas know that this is your favorite podcast. Text them the link. Let them know that there is a space for them to be empowered and inspired. And hey, more than anything, thank you so much for being part of this Cafecito chat. Make sure that you leave a review on Apple because that means the world to me, knowing that this episode empowered you and inspired you. And hey, God bless you.